Dalton takes a shotgun snap. Quick throw. Nice. Caught by Get Green. It, it is a yeah. touchdown. Adriel Jeremiah Green. You don't live in Cleveland. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Cincinnati, the Bengals UK podcast that has its mistletoe out and is waiting for someone to come and snog our faces off. Uh, yes, welcome to our annual bumper Christmas episode of our podcast. And uh, I don't think we're about as Christmassy as a pair of pigs in blankets here in the sewing room. Uh, and with me, of course to be all festive and frivolous with is the egg to my nog, the mince to my pie, the barely concealed disappointment to when I receive another pair of socks for Christmas. It's Nathan Palmer, everybody. Good evening, Paul. It's a pleasure to be here tonight for the Cincinnati Christmas episode. I'm feeling very festive. You? you know, I've got a few fantastic drinks in front of me tonight. Very good. It's been a very busy festive period. I've been out most nights. I'm feeling absolutely knackered, but <laughs> I'm ready to give it one more hurrah for one this incredible more podcast. Well, indeed. Now, last year we were in a very noisy pub in Kentish Town, our local boozer, and uh, we had a choir in, and uh, none of that is happening this, this year, is it? Uh, We've got low budget this year. We've been low budget You've been this pissing year. the budget up the, up the wall. Exactly, exactly. Um, basically, all the pubs in Kentish Town are having Christmas do's and Christmas dinners, and there's no room at the inn. So we, we thought... We, basically, let's just tell the audience the truth. We got barred last year, didn't we? We did. We, we got a bit... Uh, lary- no, we didn't. Um, so there's no room at the inn, so we've come back to the stable, the... <laughs> Uh, familiar, lovely stable, a uh, little studio in the sewing room. Uh, there is no choir tonight. They've sort of, we did have some musical guests lined up. There's, but uh, they couldn't make it. So we basically, well, we're drinking cocktails, Nathan, aren't we? Well, yeah, we are. I mean, I, I've already had a couple of pints. Do you know what I mean? And uh, you've brought out this absurdity. Tell us more. <laughs> Well, I thought, you know, it's Christmas. It's good looking. It's got a nice look to it. Thank you. Um, Very well presented. I put up some pictures on Twitter and uh, it's basically an apple pie Christmas cocktail. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad. So it's got whiskey, vodka, uh, some ginger sugar syrup and some apple juice and it, I think, and some crushed up ginger nuts on top. It's nice. It's really nice, isn't it? It's all right, yeah, yeah. I haven't got a cocktail shaker so I had to use one of them sort of Nutribullet tubs to kind of uh, muddle it all up in and uh, we've got about three pints of it oh, so um, I've got I've got an important meeting tomorrow son don't you be uh, don't you be selling me under more? the table in harbour I've got about three beers to get through as well <laughs> but cheers Merry Christmas Merry um, Christmas my son um, so yeah what we've got tonight well we've got some very special messages from some Bengals players to uh, dispense to you um, we we're in absence of any professional choir or musicians, we're going to be singing songs for you tonight. I know, don't turn off already. Uh, we're going to play uh, some cards against Bengal Manatee later on. Well, last season we did exactly the same. Myself, Paul, Mike Smith put out a game of Bengals cards against humanity. We pushed it out and we got about, what, 50, downloads and we got some response to say look this is a bit close to the line this so was a bit take, rude we had to take it down and delete it so this year we've we've come back to the well we've got some more fiery cards against humanity so hopefully this part this time we pass the uh the the, the edit and the threshold well nathan's come up with the questions and the answers so i'm i'm a bit worried but we'll get to that a bit later um but first of all we're going to sing you a song on the first day of Christmas my true love sent to me a bullock 50-yarder. On the second day of Christmas my true love sent to me two Andy Daltons and a bullock 50-yarder. On the third day of Christmas my true love sent to me Three Renault Rens, two Andy Daltons, and a Bullock 50-yarder. 
On the fourth day of Christmas my true love sent to me Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons and a Bullock 50-yarder On the fifth day of Christmas my true love sent to me Five Ordentates Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons and a Bullock 50-yarder on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons and a Bullock 50-yarder On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Seven William Jackson, six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates, four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons, and a Bullock 50-yarder. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eight Jermaine Pratt, six William Jackson, six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates. Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons, and a Bullock 50-yarder. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Nine Brandon Wilsons, eight Jermaine Pratt, seven William Jackson, six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates. Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons, and a Bullock 50-yarder. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Ten Trey Hopkins, nine Brandon Wilson, eight Jermaine Pratt, seven William Jackson, six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates. Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons, and, and a Bullock 50-yarder. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Eleven Tyler Boyds, ten Trey Hopkins, nine Brandon Wilson, eight Jermaine Pratt, seven William Jackson, six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates. Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons, and a Bullock 50-yarder. Oh, last one, thank God. The twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Twelve Kevin Hoobers, eleven Tyler Boyds, ten Trey Hopkins, nine Brandon Wilsons, eight Jermaine Pratt, seven William Jackson, six Jesse Bates, five Ordentates. Four Bobby Hearts, three Reynolds Wrens, two Andy Daltons, and a Bullock 50 yard Oh my goodness me, how about that? What a what a beautiful rendition. Thank you Nathan, I'm knackered after that. You forget how bloody long that is really. No, I know. Um, anyway, we're in our sewing room. We've transformed it into a bit of a cocktail lounge mm. this evening because we, um, we've we got a little bit of jazz on, a Christmas jazz in the background. Be- beautiful bit of uh, civilised music. fire on YouTube. Roaring YouTube flyers, some civilised um, civilised music, some waiters serving us, you know, dimly lit room. <laughs> well, it, indeed. Um now, before we get to all the Christmas uh, stuff, we, uh, we've got some news out since the past day or so, haven't we? We've got um, uh, Gino Atkins uh, has been selected for the Pro Bowl. Madness. You think it's madness? I don't get it. I'm Do really not? surprised. I know on the fan votes he was quite a way down. I don't really think his performances have particularly warranted it. I mean, he's right. not been bad by any means, but we were saying on last week's poll, you know, he's been all right, but I'm not sure he's been playing at a Pro Bowl level on what, you know, probably the worst defence in the league. I mean, I, I I think on history, and he's a very good player, Gino, and whatever else, but I'm pretty surprised. I mean, what, what do you what do you think about it? Yeah, I think he's had, he's had a bit of a down year. But Jay Morrison, the athletic... Um, 
said something quite interesting. He didn't get enough votes from fans, mm. but um, he got enough votes from coaches yeah, and yeah, players, yeah. which tells you that he's still a bit of a handful to deal yeah, with. You yeah, know? fair and play. I, and I think that actually that is the the most complimentary yeah, absolutely. thing that if you feel rated that highly by your peers, forget the fans, because we all know the Pro Bowl yeah, yeah. is a bit of a popularity contest. Popularity it? yeah, contest, yeah, yeah. And it's a bit of nonsense. But if you're if you're I'm pleased they kept that element in because mm. if you're voted by your in fact they should just keep it as uh just a, a coaches and players vote, really, because that's the ultimate. There's more respect from that, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. So fair play to Gino for that. Yeah, brilliant fair play. Yeah, yeah, and I think Joe Mixon is like fifth alternate running back, so no doubt he'll get some action at some point. Yeah, yeah. And Brandon Wilson, I think, is second alternate. Second alternate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I, we're raising a cocktail glass to those guys. But you were um, a seventh alternate, some weren't you? Uh, the safety at, position. At the safety position. Yeah. I think you were twenty eighth alternate. Twenty ninth. Punter. Twenty ninth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. um, however, there there is a knock on effect to all this, Nathan, isn't there? Um, and it concerns us. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So you the one that <laughs> I mean, I was away. I wasn't even on this podcast. You ludic- ludicrously. What was the original bet? The original bet was if Alden Tate yes. or Bobby Hart made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And then I went away for a holiday, <laughs> and in some sort of fit state, you went and signed us up for if any Bengals player made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I don't know if you just really wanted to see me with my kit off. You thought he's gone away. You know what I'll do? I'll lower the, I'll lower the bar. So to speak. Yeah. <laughs> You're not lowering my bar, son. Um how yeah, I I regret that slightly now because uh, not surprisingly, lots of our followers are now expecting you and I to uh, record a podcast uh, completely starkers. Mate, I, I literally woke up this morning <laughs> on right? my Twitter feed and saw it, and I was like rolling my eyes. I was like, "You got to be joking, Archie!" <laughs> the bloody Pro Bowl. Have you know a word with him, man. I'm just oh, myself another dear. cocktail now. So. so sweet that cocktail. Nice though, isn't it? Yeah, he's nice. He's quite. He's very drinkable. It's my first. It's the first cocktail I've ever made. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Fair play. Mate, I'll make a good cocktail. Can I see the cocktail I make? It's Go called on. a little bit of passion. Oh, why? Well, how did I know that you were going to say that? <laughs> Vodka. Yes. And that's it. No. Oh. Passion fruit cider. What? Passion fruit cider. Vodka. Yes. A little bit of soda water and yes. a freshly squeezed. Passion fruit, it's nice, mate. No, this sound good. And it's, it's nice, honestly. I have to bring it round in the summer. Next summer, I'll bring it round. We'll okay. have a little. We'll have a little bit of passion. All right. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll save a little bit of passion for our naked podcast. Naked. <laughs> but don't worry, we we're going to do this, aren't we? We're I'm yeah, a I'm man of my word. Yep. I can. <laughs> I hope you're not up for it on the night. Hey, I see. I can just roll out these jokes. <laughs> all the way through. But yeah, we will be. Uh, thankfully, I didn't give a time frame for this. Uh, but we will be doing it in January. Oh, lad, that's soon, isn't it? Yeah. We both look terrible after Christmas. <laughs> we put on half a stone or so. Are we, do, are we doing it with all everything on show? No, I mean, well, yeah, me and you be it all up, but we're not going to obviously... But you, what, we're sitting here in my we're not gonna show this podcast. <laughs> yeah. F***ing <laughs> hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to put up photographs of Twitter, not completely naked, because people want to know. Someone actually... Uh, kind of wondered about the validity of this and suggested we, we live stream it. Oh, mate, that's... that's Or invite guests round to make sure that we had to actually do it. And there's, some, there's some mucky people on Twitter, isn't there? There's some mucky people <laughs> live streaming it. God knows what's going on at the other end of the stream. Well, if we do mean? live stream it, I think we'll charge money for it. Oh, it'd be, it'd be yeah. premium content, mate. Premium content. You, gotta be, you know what I mean? You've got to be paying for that sort of stuff. Right, anyway, we will be... Um, it's like Brazzers. I oh, know. Goodness me. Um, we will be doing a naked podcast in January. That's all I'll say on that. Uh, I never thought you'd say that when doing this no, podcast. No, I genuinely didn't. And I, built a, oh, I was going to say I built a rod for my own back, but again, that's uh, probably not the right phrase to use. Swiftly moving on. Um, right, okay. Uh, more news. It's AJ Green. Yeah, he's, you know, he's talking positively today to Marissa Contepelli, saying that... Um, you know, he, he would come back under the franchise tag. He's saying he probably wouldn't participate in any um, OTAs or possibly even training camp. Yeah. He's saying he wants to break all of the Bengals' records. He seems fairly positive, but I still think there's that tint of, 
you know, come on, sign me long term. I think the franchise tag would be a very risky sort of middleman mm. type of option. Do you not think? Sorry, I just put a chocolate in my mouth. We've got chocolate cereal tonight as well. Um, I think it might get a bit messy. Uh, Paul Dana put on. AJ Green said if he is franchise tagged, he would definitely not be participating in any OTAs. Blah, 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 as you said. I don't know. It's still a business, he said. I don't have to prove anything to nobody. So, Paul's saying, you can't sign up for another year of this willy-won't-he absurdity with AJ Green, especially if you have a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I agree with that. Either trade, uh, sorry, either tag and trade in April or sign the long-term deal, period. Any scenario of, of trying to get him to play on the tag would be insane. That is some serious double talk to say they should pay you for your influence off the field and leading by example at the same time you admit you won't even show up in the off-season and maybe not even some of training camp with a new quarterback. I know, it's a, tri- it's a really tricky one. You feel like it is starting. I completely agree with you. I think it is already starting to get a little bit messy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think ideally for the Bengals, they'd want to tie this deal up three or four months ago. You know, before the trade deadline, quell any talk of that, get him nailed down, get him in there, get him back, you know, try and get a few games in before the end of the season, really try and mm-hmm. sort of bring him along. You don't want to go into the off-season and be worrying about something like that. But, you know, exactly like we said last week, do you want to pay him big bucks? He'll want big bucks. you want to test the market for that. You know, and you, why would you blame him? Uh, I wouldn't. And actually, I don't blame the Bengals either for being quite um, cautious because, you know, he hasn't played for a year and a half. Yeah. So I don't. It's, I think there's going to be an almighty I think struggle I, I here. I don't think it'd be the best idea to franchise tag him. I'm not sure anyone wins with that. I don't think that's what he wants. I don't think the Bengals just want a sort of one-year prove it thing. Then you're back to square one at the end of the next year and you're still paying out good money you know, on the franchise tag. And I don't think you'll get the best of AJ Green really next year. If he's, if he's already coming out and saying, look, I'm not doing OTAs, I might mm. do a bit of training camp. It's like exactly what uh, Paul says. If you get a rookie quarterback in there and his best weapon might not turn up until halfway through training camp to, uh, training camp to yeah. keep himself healthy. Mm. You know, is that the message you want for your new guy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, you know, you don't blame AJ and you certainly don't blame the Bengals either. So there's, there's got to be... So like Western-style standoff at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit. Two people, you know... Two of the bits of news. Uh, tomorrow on Thursday the 19th, we're recording this on the Wednesday. It'll probably be put out, so by the time you hear this, you'll know either way. But uh, the 38 finalists for the uh, Centennial... Uh, Hall of Fame class of 2020 will be announced. Um, there's 20 seniors, 10 contributors and 8 coaches on the list. Um, the final class of 15 people to be inducted next summer will contest, consist of 10 seniors, 3 contributors and 2 coaches. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed for, for for the two Kennys really, Kenny Anderson and Ken Riley. So yeah, good luck to them both. You'll know whether they're on the uh, the long list uh, when you hear this. Also, we should mention that uh, earlier on this week, it was the 10-year anniversary of the death of Chris Henry. Um, so, uh, we, we just, it's sad news, isn't it, really? Yeah, crazy that 10 years have gone by as well. I remember reading the news at my, uh, my university house, um, and I remember being really sort of welling up and being extremely sad because a fantastic player and you felt like he really was turning his life around a great deep threat physical receiver you know it's such a terrible shame and like I said incredible to think it's been you know 10 years already mm, absolutely well um, I think we raise a glass to yeah absolutely to Slim and I hope you guys do too because uh, if you don't know he was a troubled soul I think but a really good guy by all accounts at the same time just couldn't quite get it together and um but as as a player with, you know, if you listen to our, our previous podcast earlier in the week, we had TJ Hushmanzada on, and of course he was the partner of uh, Chad uh, Johnson. And third on that list, he was he, Chris Henry, and he was a great complimentary deep throw, yeah, very quick. Yeah. Um, Chad, TJ and Slim as a three-way receiving core, unbelievable. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, right, uh, I said we've got some special guests, so here's our first... Special Bengals guest.
Hey, this is Andy Dalton, and I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Hope everybody has a great holiday. There you go. That was Andy Dalton. Just Andy Dalton, friend of this podcast. Friend of this podcast, indeed. And a Merry Christmas to Andy and his family. Now, uh, in uh, our last episode, episode 68, Nathan set you guys a challenge. Would you care to refresh our listeners' memory as I dig in and have another chocolate? So we, we have some unbelievable beers in this podcast. You know, we had the absolute fantastic privilege to go to the Two Tribes Brewery um, in London this summer who brewed our own very own beer Tiger Stripe which was fantastic um, in the past you know we've asked a lot of our guests you know what their favourite brews are there's some great responses from Cincinnati so we thought we'd throw a challenge out there and we say for all Bengals fans come to us with your beer that you would design for the Bengals. And, you know, Paul, every week, he reads out this beautiful copy from, you know, the cans of beers, all this, like, you know, these dulcet tones of this <laughs> and that and all of that. So we said, set you the challenge of coming up with your own. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what people have come up with. Um, but we've done our own, haven't we? Do you want to do yours now or after? No, I'm we... keeping mine to the end, mate. Oh, okay. I want to see what our fans have come up with. All right. Well, we've had an, an amazing uh, response, actually. And... Um... What's the prize, my son? Uh, I haven't figured it out yet. Me and you to do our naked podcast around... Signed naked photo. (laughs) Whoever wins this, we're going to come around your house and do our naked podcast. (laughs) In your front room in front of the cats. (laughs) How about that for a prize? Uh, No, I'll find something and send it to you. Um, Okay, let's start with the Booker Man at the Booker Man. His beer is bottom of the barrel. Orange in colour... Presents right. You can do a strictly style scoring system here, right? Okay, fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 10, yeah, yeah. Right. So the Bookam Bookerman's uh, entry is the bottom of the barrel, orange in colour. Presents cloudy when first poured. Drink after allowing it to settle into a clear form. The barrel storage gives an aroma consistent with oak. Taste is initially rough, stroke tough on the palate, but settles. Serving suggestion with buffalo very good booker man that was good i'll give him a seven for that solid seven uh and seven as well son yeah yeah i'll go 14 then for that um andy kalina it's got two at kalina uk mike brown ale tasting notes old-fashioned flavors well past its use by date but cheap (laughs) perfect beer to take to someone else's party and then drink what they have i'll give him a six I like I like the creation. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to give it seven. Five is average, so we go five's like not bad. Uh, yeah, Six for that. Yeah. Uh, his second one is how about a Browns beer that makes Bengals fans smile? Odell bitter. <laughs> seven for that. Okay, very good. I'll give him seven for that. Nigel Granger at Fleet Risk Bengal Brew. First half tastes amazing, but the second half of the pint lacks taste <laughs> and is disappointing and unsatisfying. Very, I'll give him an eight for that. I'll give him a seven for that. Jess Conley at Jess Ellis Conley. I don't drink beer. I drink mango white claw. So here goes. I'm no one. White claws. I I don't know much about this, but isn't it some sort of like low calorie sort of like I sort of light drink or something? It's a bit like okay. mic, like sort of like I don't know something like that. All right. Her uh, <laughs> suggestion is. Never tank tomorrow isn't promised mango hard seltzer. Wow, you need quite a big can to get all that on, I think. Crisp and refreshing, always positive, never bitter. The sweet taste reminding us all that life is best enjoyed in the moment. And in Look the company of yeah. true Bengals fans. There we go, seven for that. It's got to be seven, yeah. Jamie at Trequat Beast, uh, Bengals beer game, a nice pint of Sansenbacher. Premium lager, 4.8%. I like that. Six. I, I give that a seven. I'm basically giving everyone a seven. It's Christmas. Uh, Martin Caladine at Ugly Game. His suggestion is Zach's Tank. Liquid disappointment from Taylor Breweries. 
Uncap the bitter aroma of autumn promise gone rotten. Drink in the sour taste of youthful incompetence. <laughs> Pour it all out. Your glass isn't even half full. I'm going for a, <laughs> as brutal as it is, I'm going for an eight. I'm going to go for a nine. I don't agree with Martin's sentiments, but I think the, the creativity, excellent copywriting. Yeah, 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 I agree. So that's a nine from me. Andrew Dockerell, Beng- at Dockers uh, 77, Bengals Tank Ale. Tastes awful and makes you feel a bit sick now, but give it a year in cask and it will mature into something worth the wait. That's good, That's pretty, I'm going to give him a seven for yeah, that. Like that. Nice one, Dockers. Ben Higginbotham at Ben underscore Higgy. Beer name. At least we've never had an ON16 Saison. Typical Saison leaves a sour taste in the mouth <laughs> with the fruity ending of not joining the Browns and the Owen 16 Club. Very good, Ben. I'll Six give that an eight. That. Eight. Six I'm going eight. Bearcat91 at UC Bearcat91. Munoz Stout. A strong, bold stout that will knock you on your ass. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, he, he also says Christmas shout out to everyone in the UK. As a Bengals fan, I would like another trip back to a Super Bowl before I leave this great earth. Uh, favorite, his favourite drink is alcohol. Very good. Uh, Bearcat? Seven for that. I give, yeah, I give that, really. Although we all know what Anthony Munoz drinks, don't we? Yeah, advertising live on this podcast. Uh, oh, at quite severe hook, my beer is a wandering, meandering number full of hope called On the Beautiful Brown Ohio River. Seven? Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give that six, actually, Duncan Newton at uh, Slam Dunk the Funk. Solid handle. The Red Rifle Rum is a slick, modest offering with a hint of ginger. Easy on the eye, but a warning, don't fall in love with it because it has a habit of giving you gut-wrenching pain. Not for the <laughs> faint-hearted. So uh, Duncan's not gone for B, he's gone for a rum. I'm going to go for an 8 for that. Yeah, I quite like that. I'll give it an 8. Killian at uh, Malloy underscore double zero. Uh, my Zach Taylor made Bengal beer for tw- see that Taylor made yeah, yeah I like the golfing reference there. yeah Taylor made uh, made Bengal beer for 2020 it's hopefully a Joe Beer Row special oh. very good Killian um, shout out to you guys who make such a good pod and run a really great page giving ordinary fans like me a platform to meet other Bengals fans well, thank, so, you, thank, thank you thank Carlin. you that's what we do it for. Del Hall at Del underscore Hall. Solid handle. Uh, Joe to Joe touchdown ale. A coffee ale of sort, of course. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give Del a six for that Six one. for that, yeah. And now Del, of course, is quite, he sort of helps to run 50 West Brewery in Cincinnati. Oh, he does. So, yeah, yeah. so he knows uh, what he's talking about. Um, Jason Stewart at uh, underscore MJ Stewart. Merry Christmas. My fictitious Bengals beer this season would have to be uh, Fort Washington Way Brewing's Owen Brew. This O and Brew. Like Owen. Anyway. Uh, the hearty <laughs> double IPA uses German hops, a nod to Queen City heritage, um, that are as bitter as the taste of defeat. With a 9% ABV, Owen Brew has the kit has the kick to help you emulate your favourite player, whether by injuring yourself tailgating and missing the game, by starting at the spinning ceiling like you just got sacked, or even getting blind drunk enough to miss an obvious penalty call. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you, Jason. I'm going to give that uh, I'm going to give that a seven because I like the Cincinnati reference. Six. I like the German hops. Right, so who's the winner here? It's got to be... Um... It's got to be Martin, isn't it? I think so. Martin Canadone, you are the winner for Zach's Tank. Liquid disappointment from Taylor Breweries. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, brutal, but uh, very creative, Martin. Thank you very much. Um, you got one, Sam? I have. Do you want it? Yeah, go on. Give it to us. All right. Okay. Let's have a look. Mine is Turner's Torment. Ooh. 8.7% lager. <laughs> A sour flavour with a bitter, acrid finish. Oof. Liable to induce inappropriate comments, <laughs> bullying, misogyny and general antisocial behaviour, leading to extreme aggression and guaranteed redundancy. Mate, give me a part of that in. <laughs> right, mine is it's Joe, It's called Joe Boy's Brew by the brewing company Beer by Burrow. 
Right. It's a session IPA, 4.8%. Right. And this is what it reads on a can. Joe Boy's Brew from Beer by Burrow sparks a revolution for your palate. Forget the corporate drivel of national lager brands and pour yourself a pint of Joe Boy's. Cleansing, zingy and refreshing, it's the perfect way to start your night and the only way to finish it. Soft and juicy in its introduction before unleashing a twang of flavour that bursts with citrus and undertones of Madagascan vanilla. Sweet but not overpowering, bold but not bollocks and brewed with the purest mineral water from the hills of Athens, Ohio. Joe Boy's ready, are you? So you've taken that really seriously, haven't you? I'm selling it, mate. I'm you bottling are. it and selling it. I'll give that a six, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what have we got next? We've got another message from uh, one of your Bengals players. So here he is. Hey, this is Sam Hubbard, number 94, defensive end for the Cincinnati Bengals. Just wanted to wish uh, happy holidays and who day. There we go. That was old mother Sam old Hubbard, and a very merry Christmas to you, Sam. He's had a good season, really. Hasn't Top he? lad as well, yeah. Very good. Um, right, we've got some correspondence. Um, well, or should we do another song now? What do you What do you think? Should we leave that until we're a little bit drunk? Yeah, let's keep Let's keep getting the uh, the correspondence. You know, I wonder what the fans have got to say, mate. All right then. Uh, so we have got some more uh, correspondence. Um, First of all, we have Memphis Soul Stew at Stuart Baird 88. Uh, Going to be a bit boring and say hope everyone has a safe and peaceful Christmas. It was great seeing old friends and making new ones this year. Despite the results, it's been a lot of fun. There you go. Couldn't uh, disagree with that, Stu. And thank you for your all your correspondence this year. Um, I also uh, asked people out there... Um, what they wanted for Christmas as a Bengals fan. Mm. Um, what, uh, what's what been your most embarrassing Christmas moment? And, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, Jamie at Trequart Beaster. My family has a Monopoly set, which has been in the family for about 50 years. Half the property cards are missing because my uncle got so angry at losing a game, he tore them in half. One of the chance cards has been replaced with... All your houses and hotels are destroyed by fire. Um, wow. I mean, that's... Poor old Monopoly set. That's an old... You know, you want to keep that kind of thing in the family, but um, I like the fact that uh, the cars have been replaced by that. Um, all at quite severe hook. Again, what if for Christmas, since he went and got Cam and Ron Rivera, is that heresy? What I... What I wanted for Christmas for a while is a Colour Rush jersey. Shout out to my boys playing round ball footy on Christmas Eve every year since we left college, except Johnny, who has a toe injury. Kid thinks he's AJ Green. There you go. Um, what do you think? Cam Newton? Whitney? Mate, I'd probably be Whitney? like, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd do a season or two with Cam and Ron Rivera. I think Ron Rivera would be a dream head coach. I'm not saying fires that yet, but if we had to get a new coach, Ron Rivera would be certainly in the top five of that. Do you not agree? Oh, yeah. Him and, he's, he, him and Mike McCarthy are the ones out there, and they've both mm. been to Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. Both experienced. They've both got tread on the tyres. Same with Cam, really. But, I mean, what, the wider question is, Instead of, um, you know, because the AJ Green situation might alter their, their approach to the draft. Mm. If they're losing a stud wide receiver, they might have to dip into um, the draft to get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's a scenario. For instance, if they trade down and get some picks and they start filling holes, do do you trade away Dalton, get someone else in? Do you trade for an experienced quarterback? 
who that question here, I guess, is I, I you know, I, I really think if we get the number one overall pick, you've got to go start again, get a fresh new guy. And there's not many quarterbacks, veterans that you poach off the open market that end up, you know, having good career. It just doesn't really happen, you know. Like I think someone like Cam Newton, you bring him in, he's got you know a bit injury prone at the moment. He's an unbelievable player, Cam Newton. He's had a great career, but you do question, you know. I mean, he's such a physical guy, and it's bound to take you know those injuries and those knocks are bound to take their toll. For me, I don't think it's the right. Area. I mean, you look at Jacksonville taking a punt on Nick Foles; it hasn't worked out at all for them. You but know, Cam's on a different level, isn't he? He is on a different level, but he, again, he's not really played for a while, was he? And he, I don't know. I I'll be okay with it, but I just I, if we've got the number one overall pick, you go quarterback, and I think you just go from there, son. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so, but um, I'm just exploring options. I just think I, I do wonder if AJ, if it goes pear shaped, which it's teetering at the moment, on that fifty-fifty precipice. I think precipice. <laughs> Look, you having to get one in for the Christmas episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it might alter their draft approach. I don't know. It might not. They might be able to yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. a good uh, receiver Cam in the would second want some round. Dough as well, wouldn't he? Who? Cam. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably more than we'd be willing to yeah, give. To yeah. be honest. Um, thank you all. I mean, these sorts of debates are going to be raging from like, well, they have been, but on this podcast from about end of December right through to end of April, aren't they, really? Um, which is something to look forward to. Uh, Rosie at Rosie underscore May 16. For Christmas, I would like a franchise quarterback, a good O-line, some linebackers and more coaching staff who bring out the players' full potential, so not much. Um, no, not much, really. That'd do, wouldn't it? I'd have that. Even one or two of them would be all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's, this is the thing. If you draft your quarterback, or if you make some decent moves, some savvy moves, you could turn around the linebacking core and the offensive line fairly quickly. Yeah, I think so. So, I don't know. I'm getting excited by the old Joe Burrow hype. I, I know you're not looking at I've been, I've been, I've been like, you know, I, I'm one of those people that have been converted, mate. And I know you're not on the fence. You're still like, no, you're head above the water, and you, you know, you got. Yeah, a I'm not. I'm not and I, love, crazy I love that, but I'm, I'm not getting crazy. I've lost it a bit. Have I'm you? all in on Joe Boy Burrow. Yeah, hey, Joe Boy. You've been written. Joe you're... Boy Burrow, mate. I've been Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Joe Boy's ready. Are, Are you, you ready? ready? <laughs> Two pound a can if anyone wants them. <laughs> right. Uh, who we got next? Hayley Williams at Tiger Comet 26. Oh, solid handle. What I want for Christmas is a Bengals win and a good first round draft pick. God, that is a good one. Now, but there's a question here. She poses uh, an interesting one. Do you want a Beng if a Bengals win is happening this weekend against you know, again, you'll probably listen to this after the Dolphins game, but theoretically, if they win against the Dolphins, if they win against the Browns, are you still gonna get your first round draft pick? Well, you're still getting gonna get your first round draft pick, obviously, but are you gonna get your first number one overall draft pick? You ain't gonna get it. Miami, if we beat them, they ain't gonna beat New England. So you ain't picking first. You probably, well, even the Giants, I'm not sure who the Giants got last game, but, you know, I reckon you'd be picking second or third. And at that point, I mean, you know, then realistically, it's do you fancy Tua that early? Probably not the best value, but, you know, a great player. And if healthy, you'd have been probably the number one overall pick himself, if not second. And then it's Chase Young. So I think after those two quarterbacks, you know, Young and um, mm. so Young, after those two quarterbacks, Tua and Burrow, I think there's a fair drop off after that. So it's going to be very, very interesting. And I mean, you know, I, I fancy us against the Dolphins this week. I think they've got a few injuries. The Dolphins. I, I really think that we could go in there and get the win. What the? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I I did think earlier. I did think the Dolphins might win. But I've been reading how how beaten up they are. The, so that, the odds are fifty fifty with the bookies. I don't watch. Yeah, it's, it's nerve wracker, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, right. Uh, Andrew Dockerall again at uh, Dockers seventy seven. Nathan Paul for all your amazing work on the pod and for Bengals UK events. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Um, what uh, Bengals UK combine? Yeah, we've been talking about this, haven't we? Mate, I'm up for it. Doing some sort of athletic endeavour. 
I'm up for it, mate. A 40-yard dash. Trouble is, if Andrew does it, he's going to batter us. Well, I don't know. Me and you, me <laughs> and you, me and you, sneaky fast. You know he I mean? plays. He plays flag football. Oh, sorry, it doesn't matter, mate. All right, well. Me and you are natural athletes. Yeah, that's true. We don't need. All much we need is two fun. weeks. Give yeah. us two weeks. We get off the booze for two weeks. Mm. Get down the gym. Yeah. A few stretches. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. even do a yoga session, like loosen us up a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then get down to Hampstead Eve over the running track. Get down. Someone bang off a gun. Mate, I reckon, I reckon we'd go below six seconds on a 40, me and you. I reckon you could go below at some what? pace. Six seconds we'd go below. Six seconds? Me and you'd be quicker than Dockers. I know he's, he's, a young, he's a young, he's a young fit young lad. Buck. He's a young, fit, feisty lad. Yeah. But me and you are old, grizzled veterans. Do you know what you do? <laughs> like, you'd fancy us, do you know what I mean? Oh, well, I don't know about fancy. I reckon you got a bit... Like, back in your day, because you used to play a lot of football, I like did. English football, back in your day. I did. So you must have had a bit of speed. And you must have had some wheels on you. I had a bit, yeah. That's what I mean. So why, why would that not be rediscovered for this well, combine? Well... Uh, you you make you try, trying to convince you're starting to convince me now. Um, You've got the determination. Um, well, there is that as well. But under You've got six the seconds, dogged determination. You could just—it's going to be like Rich Eisen, but but <laughs> slower. You're, you're younger than Rich Eisen, and I won't be wearing a suit. Exactly, and you'll be wearing. Like, we'll get you an Under Armour like skin tight outfit, like some ridiculous okay. cleats. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm if not I, wearing any of those. If I if I I'll time it. Like maybe maybe thing. give you like half a second before I, I start the watch, so you're oh, off okay. already. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. don't tell him that. All right, okay. Uh, Shawnee at Shawnee. Best wishes to all fans. May we come back next year and bring back a Lombardi. Who day? And a who day to you, Sean. Thanks who for day, your Sam? correspondence. And absolutely. Um, James Rebello at Baggett Disco. Normally spend Christmas Day sipping extremely sweet snowballs. Just advocate and lemonade. You filthy dog, James. Um, <laughs> don't have a beer name as such, but those stubby bottles could be renamed Finley's. Pretty weak and not really what you'd be want to be drinking. There you go. Fight it. That's, that's kind. Uh, finally, I've got Sam Anger. Sam. Sam Anger. At Sam underscore Anger. Um, so, yeah, uh, Andrew Dockle's embar- embarrassing Christmas story. It would be tough between setting the Christmas tablecloth alight with brandy when I was put in charge of the Christmas pudding... Or the fact that my last Christmas memory with my nan was convincing her to drink a dirty pint, which she obliged. <laughs> Fair play. I want to hear what happened. What happened afterwards? She, after she drank that dirty pint, was she up on the table? Was she on her back? Was she Oof. trying to get off with a pot plant in the corner? What, what was what <laughs> happened there with your nan? Um, anyway, cheers, Andrew. Um, now, Sam Angers. Uh, He's got an embarrassing Christmas story. I'm going to have to phrase this uh, uh, delicately, I think. About ten years ago, my brother embarrassed me on Facebook on Christmas Day. Basically, Sam's brother caught Sam having a... um, Christmas period of excitement. Christmas... Moment with himself, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> he had enjoying uh, himself at Christmas on he, his own. Some sort of self-love. He's, he's pleasuring moment. love, <laughs> pleasuring his own little love. Um, uh, and Sam was all right for me to share that with uh, the entire world. So, um, Sam, you're a nutcase. But I know, you know. You know, it's, what a what a filthy geezer! What a filthy geezer! Finding he, a he, quiet a quiet moment with himself on Christmas Day, <laughs> period of reflection. His own, <laughs> his own. No, no, I can't say I can't say anything more. Really, it's too, too rude. But um, Sam, you're a filthy old sod. Um, <laughs> his favourite uh, Christmas drink, love and Erdinger from time to time. But in general, I don't drink anything out of the ordinary. Bud Light, stroke Coors, stroke rum and Coke. Nothing like you fancy Southerners have. We have gone a bit fancy tonight. Like You're pure, drinking your craft lagers. Well, I went about, about 15 quid for I've four I've drank beers. almost a pint of cocktail at the moment. Oh, mate, it's going to get out of hand, this podcast, isn't it? It's he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a feeling of that. Um, but Sam redeems himself somewhat. Um, somewhat, even. 
Christmas shout-outs to the both of you. You make the season and off-season so much fun, win or lose. Couldn't imagine a week without you two now, so don't even think about quitting on us poor fans at such a fragile time, at least for the meantime. What a softy, eh? Look at him. Cheers, Sam, my son. Yeah, that's really nice of you, Sam. And, you know, I think that's obviously, if you listen to us week in, week out, you know, that's what we try and do, have a bit of fun and... You know, even more so than this year because it's been horrendous, hasn't it? Really, it has indeed. Uh, but I think you know we've had fun. I hope you guys have had fun with us. Um, you know, it's all about you know giving us and you guys a platform for your views and and dare I say it, at Christmas to build up this lovely little community. Beautiful, beautiful messages, beautiful messages. I should do the Queen's speech, really, shouldn't I? On uh, Christmas Day. And now, in the absence of any uh, professional singers, Nathan and I are going to step into the void once more. And we're going to sing you a little song. And, uh, you know, don't turn off yet. We've got Cards of Bengals Humanity or Cards of Bengalmanity coming up after this. Bengals so, against Humanity. You know, if, you, if, if this is making your dogs whine or your cats scream or your windows smash then just go make a cup of tea and it will be over in about four and a half minutes. So, let's do it. Last Christmas, I give you my heart But the very next day, you give it away This year, to save me from moth I'll give it to someone special Last Christmas, I gave you my heart But after ten games, we hadn't won one This year, to save me from moth I give it to someone special. I swear it could all go wrong. <laughs> Once bitten and twice shy. I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, Zach, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a season, it doesn't surprise me. I wrapped it up and sent it with a no saying, I love you, I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been. But you if you took the wins, I'd know you Oh God Last Christmas, I gave you my heart But the very next day, you gave it away This year, to save me from moth I'll give it to someone special Last Christmas, I gave you my heart But after ten games, we hadn't won one This year, to save me from mob I'll give it to someone special Crowded room, players with tired eyes I'm hiding from you and your soul of ice My God, I thought you were someone to rely on Me, I guess I was a UK fan to cry on You kept playing Bobby Hart A man on a mission, he tore us apart Now I found a real love You'll never fool me again (laughs) Last Christmas I gave you my heart 
But the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from mine, I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But after ten games, we hadn't won one. This year, to save me from mine. I'll give it to someone special. Joe Mixon with a fire in his heart. A man on a mission, but you tore him apart. Maybe next year, I'll give it to someone. I'll give it to someone special, like Joe Burrow. <laughs> well, there we go. Bye. There we go. Sorry about that, we screwed up a little bit there, but uh, we've had some drinks and uh, yes, there we go. Mate, I thought that would be the easiest song to sing. I'd be like, yeah, last Christmas. And like, all of a sudden you get into the, like, the verses and you're like, I ain't got a clue how they go. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so what we got next, Nathan, in this bumper episode of... Uh, bumper Christmas episode of Cincinnati. We've got to go Bengals cards against humanity, haven't we? Well, we have... Um, as I said, we did this last year and it was a bit too rude, but Nathan's done some questions and uh, he's done some answers. So okay. um, let's let's deal the cards. Deal the cards. Now, uh, if you don't know what Cards Against Humanity is, it's a very rude board game. Well, not board game, card game, I guess you'd say. And uh, basically there's a question that someone utters with a blank at the end and uh, you have to kind of choose the best, the most ridiculous, the rudest answer possible. Now, there's only two of us, so um, we'll just try and rattle through this as best we can. And uh, I'm not quite sure how we're going to mark each other. What do you think? Okay, we've dealt the cards. Um, and what are we going to do? Keep Do a question each. Okay, so... You what, start. Then. Right, so the first question is, for 2020... For 2020 Bengals UK should prepare for. Support, assemble your best response. Um, I'm going to say Big Randy Bullock's Grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Captain Obvious, shirtless for the CBS cameras. Oh, that's a difficult one. As much as I'd like to see Big Randy Bullock's grapefruits, I think I'd rather see Captain Obvious. I think that's the next shirtless. natural step for Captain Obvious. So he loves this. Uh, he's got this fantastic outfit on game day, but I think he's got to get his kit off. He's in good shape, Jeremy. Do you know what I mean? I just think for next year, get, okay. get that shirt off, mate. All right, well, that's Jeremy sorted out then. Jeremy, if you're listening, uh, my question. I'm looking forward to Joe Burrow experiencing Nathan... <laughs> Nathan's lost it. <laughs> You're right, son. It's composing myself, son. You got you got your answer. So I'm looking forward to Joe Burrow experiencing. You got your answer. Uh, I haven't chosen yet, but you you go okay, with yours. I'm looking forward to Joe Burrow <laughs> experiencing a cheeky finger in the bum. <laughs> a what? A cheeky finger in the bum. Oh, dearie me. He wouldn't look forward to that, quite frankly. Mate. I'm going for Big Ben Roethlisberger in the bath. <laughs> I think there's only one winner of that one. Um, oh, mate, there we right, go. Right, OK. That's an 18 warning on this podcast already. Right, hey, baby, come back. My Question three. Hey, baby, come back to mine and I'll show you. <laughs> I've got a good one here. Go on, you lead us off, son. Stuart Baird's carpet. <laughs> now, hey, Stuart Baird is uh, a, a Bengals UK fan. He put a picture of himself on our online tailgate uh, in his living room. Did he? Was he wearing clothes? I think it was in his pants. He, he, he had his shirt off the geezer, didn't he? A shirt off, and he had the most incredible 1970s carpet, and I think that would impress anyone, really. Uh, what's your answer, Nathan? So, hey, baby, come back to mine and I'll show you a Bill Cower and Mike Tomlin sex tape. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for Stuart Bear's carpet. <laughs> no, I'll go Stuart Bear with that. Go on, all right. Right, all right number four. Spice up your love life by bringing blank into the bedroom. <laughs> uh, I 
Okay, I've got mine. Yeah, I've got mine as well. So, spice up your love life by bringing a horny Houday the tiger into the bedroom. See, that would work, wouldn't it? Houday <laughs> um, would be an animal in a bedroom, I reckon. <laughs> He's a big lad, isn't he? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go for spice up your love life by bringing Marvin Lewis in his tight leotard into your bedroom. <laughs> Mate, it's got to be Marvin a leotard, isn't it? That spice any relationship up. Right. Whose question? It's your question, isn't it? All right, question five. Yes. Something really gets me going in the cold winter months. I'm going to go for the ghost of Betsy really gets me going in the cold <laughs> winter months. And again, if you don't know what we're talking about, I... Uh, that was like a first ten-episode classic joke, wasn't it? Uh, a long time ago when probably in episode like two, three, four, Nathan caught me looking at dating sites <laughs> and I was talking to a young woman called Betsy who... Uh, Completely unbelievably unprofessional. Didn't work out, sadly, but there we go. The ghost of Betsy... The ghost of Betsy. ...does keep me going in the cold war- it winter does. months. So, for me, it's the <laughs> the volunteer pub dangerously over capacity. <laughs> <laughs> It really gets me going in the winter months. And that is a reference to the Bengals UK fans turning up at the Volunteer Pub in Baker Street before the Bengals game, expecting maybe 20 or 30 fans, didn't bother messaging the pub ahead of time. Probably 100, 150 fans turned up, packed the place out, overwhelmed the staff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm still going Ghost of Betsy for that one, though. No, I'll go with that. Right. In a street fight, I'd bring Blank to back me up. And I'm going to go for, in a street fight, I'd bring diarrhoea from a dodgy gold star chili to back me up. <laughs> I think I think that is the secret weapon, really. If okay. you can spray your foe <laughs> with... Uh, oh, that'd be filthy, wouldn't it? That would be dirty, dirty. For me, I've got, in a street fight, I'd bring along Baker Mayfield with a chest infection. Ooh. Baker would be a bit handy, even with a chest infection. Do you not think he'd be a bit husky and he looks a bit dishevelled this season? But Absolutely. I still, I still reckon he'd give you a good backup. All right, so what are you going for, diarrhoea or Baker? Um, I go Baker. I go diarrhoea. I go diarrhoea. I always go diarrhoea. <laughs> right, uh, is it your go next? I can't so remember. question seven is, Bengals UK is proud to present blank. I'm going for bedroom analysts, crusty tissues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to counter that with Bengals UK is proud to present off to PFF stats. Oh, see, that's the base of the same it's, thing. <laughs> it's like cause and effect, really, that, yeah. isn't it? That's going to be us when it comes up to the draft. No, Me and you not, are going to turn not. into these like draft affectionados. We are not. We are not. <laughs> uh, question eight. Why did my parents never tell me about blank when I was growing up? I've got mine. Me too. What are you going for? Why did my parents never tell me about Paul Hirons being arrested for fraud when I was growing <laughs> up? Yeah, well, why didn't they? Because I probably... Are uh, you pissing all the, away all the Bengals UK fans' budget? I don't know. There's got to be an inquiry. Why did my parents never tell me about all that tanking bollocks when I was growing up? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to pick all that tanking bollocks, really, because, yeah. uh, you know... Uh, so... Number nine, question nine. Vladimir Putin... God, where have you come up with these questions? <laughs> Jeez. Number nine, question nine. Vladimir Putin enjoys blank on his summer holidays. <laughs> I've got a good one I've here. got a good one as well. Vladimir Putin enjoys Bengals-branded lubricant on his summer holidays. <laughs> and actually, uh, somewhat connected, I'm going for Vladimir Putin enjoys a glorious peach-shaped pair of buttocks on his summer holidays. I think that's a score draw for that you one. You take yeah. a score draw there, yeah, 100%. Right. Who's the last one? And you, so, isn't it? question 10. In the beginning, the Lord said, let there be blank. There's only one way I can finish this. Um, in the beginning, the Lord said, let there be a solid handle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> in the beginning, the Lord said, let there be Lamar Jackson suspended for steroids. I mean, I'd... Be useful for us, wouldn't it, next useful season? Useful for us, yeah. Um you got what five cards left, son. What's on your five cards that weren't used? Bill Belichick's binoculars. Yep. 
tiger-coloured body paint, <laughs> Ryan Finley's tears, Scott Gibb, <laughs> and the sticky floor at the Admiralty. That's a sticky floor. I feel at like you could probably make a short story out of those five <laughs> phrases. I think Scott Gibb was on the sticky. Scott Gibb and the sticky floor at the Admiralty are directly related. Uh, and he was wearing tiger-coloured body paint. But from outside, someone was using Bill Belichick's binoculars where they could see the sticky floor of the Admiralty was down to Ryan Finley's tears. There you go, mate. There you, there go. you go. So my five unused cards, on, Jeremy then. Hill's slippery fingers, Okay. beef volavant. You love, you love a fish finger, don't you? <laughs> beef st- volavant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A steaming turd. Okay. AJ Which, Green's dodgy ankle. Yes. And the return of Eric Winston. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that would be harder to make a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, but anyway, there we go. That's uh, uh, Christmas cards of Bengal Manatee. Uh, believe it or not, last year's was far racier and far ruder. So uh, thank you, Nathan, for <laughs> keeping it relatively uh non-vomit-inducing. We have one more message to dispense to you from Nathan's favourite player. Hey Bengals fans, this is Joe Mixon. I just wanted to wish you all a happy holidays and thanks for your support. There we go. That was Joe Mixon. Thank you, Joe, for sending. Uh, that so great message. for Joe for you know for doing that for me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and I think that's about it, really, isn't it? Unless you've got anything else to say. Man, a massive Merry Christmas to all the Bengals fans out there. Like it's, it's a pleasure to do this podcast every week, and um, I think this year was amazing with the Bengals game over here, meeting everyone and seeing everyone again. And you know, there's some great meetups, and I hope we can sort of propel that forward going into 2020. Um, Thank you for all you've done, son, honestly, like heart Pleasure. to heart, man to man. You do a cracking job for everything, from getting the guests to editing and producing the podcast to sorting everything out for the game day this year. And I think, you know, a massive who day and Merry Christmas. And thank you, Alan. I'm speaking on behalf of all the Bengals fans for that. That's very kind of you. Um, it's been a tough year, really, personally. But uh, one thing that's been a shining light uh, for me uh, is doing this podcast and being involved from uh, with all of you really it, it, it's it's a remarkable thing I still struggle to get my head around it really and we've made amazing friends uh, here there uh, and everywhere in the UK and of course in the in the states as well you know it's been fantastic so long may it continue um, the plan now is to enjoy Christmas really we're not gonna have an episode on the Monday after the Miami game, only because we're both Nathan and I are going to be sort of crisscrossing the country. Uh, but of course, you can still uh, follow our thoughts and everyone else's thoughts and join in the discussion on uh, Facebook, uh, Bengals UK, and of course on Twitter at Hooday underscore UK. Uh, so do carry on the discussion. We'll have another online tailgate this weekend uh, before the Miami game, uh, and then we will be back. Um, in some form or another on the 30th, Monday the 30th, uh, which will be the day after the final game of the season uh, at home to the Browns. That's a weird thing to say, isn't it? Final game of the season. Yeah, it's gone quick. It kind of goes quick, but it's kind of a bit of a slog. I mean, it's been a bit of a slog this year. and I know lots of you have found it tough. So thank you uh, once again for sticking with us, first and foremost. I hope we've sort of entertained uh, in the darkness there and uh, we thank you for still keeping it 
locked and all that radio talk um and of course i wish you a very merry christmas you and your families a very merry christmas whatever you're doing whoever you're spending it with even if you don't celebrate christmas i hope it's a peaceful restful holiday for you guys out there and as i say we'll be back on monday the 30th so it only remains for me to say a very merry who day from me and a very merry who day from me cheers guys and it should also be noted that the views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not reflect those of the Cincinnati Bengals organisation.